novel hand shadows dog and rabbit from novel hand shadows being a novel unique and original series of twenty-five silhouettes by william j hillier as presented by him for three consecutive months at the great paris exhibition nineteen hundred this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Preface In the following pages I have endeavored to explain a number of entirely new effects in the fascinating art of shadowgraphy. The absence of any recent addition to the somewhat limited number of books on the subject entitles me to the belief that this little work will prove of interest and benefit to the profession in general and shadowists in particular william j hillier london 1900 introduction the amusement of forming shadows or silhouettes is a very ancient one it was we are led to believe by historians very much in vogue among the chinese many centuries ago it was however left for frizzo a spanish conjurer and fantasiste to first produce same as a stage feat and it is to him that the modern shadowist is primarily indebted for the stock figures such as a dog rabbit horse old man etc now always seen at exhibitions of shadowgraphie to felicien trouet however the credit is unquestionably due for raising the hitherto almost childish pastime into an art anyone who may have had the pleasure of witnessing Trouet's performance will i am sure agree with me that shadowgraphy in his hands becomes a grand art he invented amongst many clever figures the swan dancer elephant fisherman etc and innumerable shadow pantomimes it was not however so much in his novel figures his success was made as in his marvelous ability to make each and every little detail of same appear to be absolutely lifelike Trouet was first imbued with the idea of becoming a shadowist after witnessing the performance of Fritzl before referred to in belgium he was not long in ascertaining that what he had witnessed was capable of improvement and after many months of tedious and patient exercise of his fingers to render them supple he succeeded in producing new figures which are each in their way little masterpieces Trouet has up to the present time invented over three hundred entirely new hand shadows and although he has now retired on a large fortune his activity will not permit him to altogether discard and forget his inventive ability the raison d'etre of this book is not to teach shadowgraphy in its elementary form as this has already been done by Trouet himself in his excellent little treatise on the subject but to present to the profession a few new and hitherto unpublished shadows 
I would advise students to procure a portable electric lamp and screen from some reliable dealer in magical apparatus, etc., such as Messrs. G. Ornum and Company of 4 Duke Street, Charing Cross, London, W.C., as then all further inconvenience and bother caused by having a bad light and a shaky screen will be avoided. Nothing is so annoying as to find at the last moment that something has gone wrong with your light. Some recommend acetylene gas, but the time taken to get it to show a proper light will, until vast improvements have been made, effectually preclude its universal adoption, at any rate, by shadowists. The screen should be of as portable a nature as possible. For drawing room work, I simply carry a piece of linen three feet square with clips attached to each corner. This sheet I suspend and fix between two ordinary folding screens, usually obtainable in any drawing room, and I find this arrangement, especially if the sheet be slightly dampened, answers admirably. Some performers who happen to be touring with cinematograph entertainments use the light for their exhibition and go down amongst the audience standing somewhere about a yard in front of the lens, thereby making their silhouettes appear on the sheet on the stage even larger than life. One of the best shadowists of modern times, Mr. David Devant, adopts the above idea with great success in his entertainment at the Egyptian Hall, London. The spectators in the immediate proximity of the performer being particularly interested inasmuch as they can see and appreciate the artiste's great dexterity. Plenty of advice has been given from time to time as to the correct distance to stand between the light and the screen, but this can only be accurately defined by experiment. It will often be found that change of expression can easily be obtained by slightly moving the hands from left to right, or vice versa. To become a successful shadowist, it is essential that the fingers should be extremely flexible. In fact, more so than is necessary in any other art, and each joint should be able to move quite independently. This can, of course, be acquired with constant practice. Dog and Rabbit the first silhouette to be described is that depicted in figure one. I am aware that both the rabbit and the dog have often been explained, but here we have an amusing and clever combination. The rabbit is first of all shown, then the dog appears, looks round to see no one is about, and promptly bites off an ear from the rabbit, then the other ear, the motion of eating being created by moving the little finger of right hand. The dog then apparently swallows the rabbit, and under cover of this movement, the left hand moves alongside the wrist of the right, thereby making the throat of the dog appear to contain the rabbit. By moving the left hand up and down, a lifelike motion of swallowing 
is imparted to the dog. An additional effect can be obtained by extending the little finger of right hand and pushing forward the second finger of left hand between third and fourth fingers of right. This gives the dog the appearance of having a tongue. End of Novel Hand Shadows, Dog and Rabbit From Novel Hand Shadows being a novel, unique, and original series of 25 silhouettes by William J. Hillier, as presented by him for three consecutive months at the Great Paris Exhibition, 1900. Read for LibriVox by Sue Anderson.